I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. what i'm talking about hello darlings and welcome back to another episode of one and a half guys the queer podcast where we talk about queer stuff to the queers who listen to these queers talking about queer stuff i'm jordan i'm theo what a lead up yeah for a disappointing result (laughs) i'm joking how have you been theo trainer um i've been okay um well yeah what have you been up to? I mean, I was in London with you oh, for a bit. You were in London. Yeah, was... You should have let me know. I live here. Yeah, I know. Here in London. Um, but I mean, I did see you, I and mean, we went. We went to Caroline Polachek and we did. Um, other things after that, and then um, the Sound of the Underground. Uh, Sound of the Underground. Um, fucking fantabulous. Should we talk a bit about that? Incredible. Let's talk about it. Do you want to take it away? <gasps> Okay, uh, Sunday the Underground, a kind of... Queer. A, yes, a queer uh, performer's uh, wet dream. <laughs> Interesting. It was a cabaret uh, showcase of talent, but also talking about, like, uh, underpayment and... Murdering RuPaul. Mur- murdering RuPaul, um... How Drag Race Themes has... that resonate with everyone. Yeah, How Drag Race has negatively impacted some queer spaces. Ooh. Um, and... Yeah, what else? It's been a week. Sorry. 
it talked about the sort of underfunding yep, of queer venues and theatrical and arts venues and establishments um, in the contemporary scene in the UK. Mm-hmm. It talked about the sort of validation that comes with uh, queens appearing on RuPaul's Drag, Ra- <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race and how that sort of indirectly invalidates um, other art forms, um, especially ones that are more... Um, on par with the, you know, sort of traditional meanings of drag and the sort of political uh, spokes wheels that that is used as. Wheel spokes? Wheel spokes. The spokes on the wheel? <laughs> the wheel spoke the wheel to me spoke. and it said, drag is not a contact, contact sport. Um, yeah, emotional. Hilarious. It was everything you want in a pizza theater. It was every single emotion under the scum. The scum? <laughs> Why can't I speak, honey? Yeah. Get me a lamb zip. Um, no, but it was great. It was really, really incredible. I would say it's my uh, favourite theatrical experience I've ever had. Wait, what? Sorry. Yeah, what? I wouldn't have said this last week. I would have been like, it was good, but sure. Um, but after, like, it's had, I've had a full exact week for it to settle in. Yep. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's up there. A week to the day, well... Yeah, it was. It was genuinely. And it's my the favorite thing as well. Did the thing. That's right. very much what a week to the day sounded like in my mind. A week to the day. You, went, you um, went a week to the day. It closes very soon, unfortunately. How sad. I think it closes this Saturday. Uh, yeah. So and it's sold out. So you missed it. <laughs> oh, how exclusive we are! What an exclusive time we had in London. Uh, what else did we do? Exclusive. Well, we did. The... Well, you know, we done that, and Angela Bassett did the thing. Yeah. Um, well, we did. Nah, I'm not. We're not. What else did we do? Ooh, um, we went to this um incredible um art <gasps> uh show, the horror show at Somerset House. It was called the Horror Show. Yeah, and it was essentially about um how. Oh, by the way, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking, Theo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask. Um. Basically, the horror show was sort of about the uh, gothic and horror influence um, on the art coming out of a contemporary Britain um, from the 1970s onward under the uh, involvement and scheme of a shit government. Fuck the Tories. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It was fucking good. It it featured some incredible artists. Um, There was some Francis Bacon. There was? There was an original... Yeah. I did not There was an original Lee... Bari, yeah. there were some artifacts from Most Haunted. <laughs> that was it great. Was great. They had everything that would appeal to me. Um, I think they actually curated it um, specifically for me. Right. So you're welcome, everyone else who went along and saw that. It has also finished. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> great. Um, it was um, wonderful. And that's we what happens cleansed. when you don't pay us to sponsor your show because not everyone wants to release things that are no longer running. Yeah, we were... So if you want public publicize if you want to promote your play if you want to promote your little cult i don't know hit us up our rates are very yeah, reasonable that would be lovely and <laughs> we have a good outreach so yeah. slay right but well, as i was saying sorry we were cleansed at the end of it but i couldn't get a word in there so <laughs> oh no can we talk about that briefly Just for a few moments Right, basically, at the end, there was um this little witchy chant. Yeah, it was like you um, got in a room. And it came. 
It was who? You went into a room. It was red lighting, and there was like a box. In the very, very sitting. dimly lit red lighting. Yes. I would like to add. Very dimly lit. Big shadows of the walls. This little box, um, in the middle. Was it vibrating? Was it not? I Theo? think it was vibrating a wee bit. It was like vibrating, and then yeah, it was like my this, ass was jiggling and shit. This witch's chant from like the 16th century with like soaring like 17th Whoa! century, 1609. Oh, I thought it was 15 something, 1590 something. Uh, no, the witch's charms from the Mask of Queen, sixteen oh nine. Okay, um, um, I'm looking at the wee notes, right. not just. Well, yeah, that was wonderful. Felt like, well, it I was, was kind of scared, but I came out of it very calm and like nice. You told me you'd been cursed. Yeah, it felt like that while I was in there, but I came out and I was one. I was like, basically, <gasps> I was in there, literally crying. I had genuine tears. This was like the most emotional cleansing I'd ever been in. We comes out and I was like, wow, I've been healed. And Theo was like, well, I've been cursed. Oh, okay. <laughs> so just picture Theo saying that in Leon. <laughs> okay, and Leon. Um, in Leon. In Leon. In Leon. In Leon. Uh, so, without any further... Oh, no, actually, we do have further ado. Oh. Um, <laughs> what have you been listening to? Oh, we to? are doing that? Okay. Um, obviously, A&W by Lana Del Rey. Bob. Jimmy Jimmy Cookabad. Jimmy Jimmy Cookabad. Jimmy Jimmy uh, Jimmy Jimmy Cookabad. Jimmy 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 that's quite deep. I've really been uh, thriving and vibing to And In the Darkness, Hearts of Glow by Wiseblood. Lovely, lovely little artist. Um, really beautiful. Specifically, uh, God turned me into a flower. It's resonating at the minute. So you've been um, listening to that album? Yeah, it's, qu- it's quite... It's giving me peace. Well, let me look on your... Uh... <laughs> you already call it the, the buddy things. Oh, we've both been listening to Frequencies. <laughs> twins I, I just enjoy a good frequency yeah. after that um witches chant i've been really like delving into yeah. my Is this twins side. and we've been listening to 200 528 hertz <laughs> <laughs> uh. also i was having a thought the other night when i was trying to get to sleep and i couldn't um because that's when i listen to my hertz you know yeah my frequencies um is when i'm going to sleep and I was thinking, could you imagine a nightclub that only played like frequency music? <laughs> that would be such a fucking serve. <laughs> do you I'd dance or do you stand? <laughs> I'd be. Oh, I would dance, honey. I'd be vibing. Okay. I'd be there in the middle of the dance floor. My doing deck. like Caroline Polachek, like arm movements. Arm movements. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Like by yourself doing that. Pair on, pair on, pair on, pair on. Right. <laughs> Anyways, you haven't joined a cult. Today's episode is about a better cult, a cult of little monsters. little monsters, and their reaction and their passion for an album lost to lockdown. Ooh. Do you know any women? Um, no. I don't so think so. So we're going to talk about one of them. No, a very, very sorry. special woman to every little queer everywhere. Her name, 
has many forms, whether we know her as Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanotto, whether we know her as Mother Monster, but to the common people, aka the heterosexuals, she is known <laughs> as Lady Gaga. Right. <laughs> so today, Lady Gaga. I thought it would be cool, it would be fun, gay fresh, and let's have a little deep dive, let's have a little dive deep into her sixth studio album, Chromatica. Too deep because 10 minutes up already. Oh, honey, look at you. Timer, all right. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> so to start at the beginning, which I, I've actually heard is like a good place to start, usually. So let's talk about the year before 2019. What was Lady Gaga up to? What? And do you are know you what? You? Sorry. <laughs> it would seem quite a lot. I'm going to tell you. Okay. So Lady Gaga. Basically, it's been three years since her last album, Joanne. Yeah. Which was, you know, quite critically acclaimed. It wasn't really what we knew Lady Gaga for, you know. It was very stripped back. It had country elements. It was a soft rock sort of dance pop. Like, I'm, I'm an Americana record almost. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was essentially a love letter to her aunt, Joanne Stephanie Germanotta, who passed Take away. Take my year. hand, stay Joanne. Heaven's not ready for you. She never knew, but like, even still, so such like that connection okay. there. Do you know what I mean? What else was Lady Gaga up to? She a fucking bitch. This bitch fucking oh, wins yeah. an Oscar. Uh, what is the Oscar for, Theo? N- no. Song? It is for yeah. Best Original Song uh, for Shallow. In the shaha shaha la la la, um, beautiful, beautiful. She stuns us, stuns us fucking blind at the Met Gala. That is the year. Oh, where that Cap was twenty nineteen. Yeah, and she has about four hundred different outfit changes on the fucking red carpet. Slay. <laughs> she just keeps walking, and her clothes fall off. It's much like me <laughs> okay. when I'm on diet. Anyway, right. Um. <laughs> She also was having her Enigma uh, residency oh, in LA. She was busy. Or was it in Vegas? It was it in was Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Bitch was busy. Bitch was booked. Um. And to spice all this up, on top of everything, the tabloids just simply that wasn't enough for them, and they were starting oh. to be like, "Oh my god, is she pregnant? Remember oh my this. god, is Lady Gaga having a baby?" Oh my god, Lady Gaga, Stephanie, tell us, tell us, Queen. So, Lady Gaga announces where, you know, everyone makes their statements, gone are the days of the Casa Rosada, now we have Twitter. So she tweets, rumours I'm pregnant, yeah I'm pregnant, <gasps> hashtag LG6, <laughs> mic drop, the queers yep. are screaming. I remember it well. So, this is obviously, I, where were you? Oh, I don't fucking know that. When she Sorry, that? I remember... I remember the vibe well. Oh, so you lied. That's fine. Remember the, uh, the feelings. <laughs> That's fine. Um. So basically, once she tweeted this in 
early 2019, I believe it was March or May, I get them mixed up, that basically the queers put one and one together and they got four because they're not good at maths. And basically they said, pregnant. <gasps> Who else be yeah. pregnant? Yeah. People. People are pregnant. Uh, How usually, long does pregnancy like, last? Uh, nine months. <gasps> nine months. So they said, they put their one and one together. They got two and they said, whoa, it comes out in nine months. And boy, were oh. they <laughs> wrong. Um, <laughs> so, literally, we don't hear jack okay. shit about this fucking album. We don't hear jack shit about nothing, right? Until 28th of February. 2020 yeah oh oh i what know happens? this um uh pandemic oh <laughs> no uh she released a stupid love which was a different type well, the, of pandemic we, she released the gays were screaming for this one technically She released this pre-pandemic, honey. This was in the club. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What was your no, I remember... first memory of hearing Stupid Love? I... Whether that was the I... leak. I... Yeah, it was the leak. Was but the I don't remember. Leak. I think it was just in my room simply. But I heard it in the club, like, before it came out. In what club? Shout them was... out. Kremlin. Shout out the club. Kremlin? What's that? <sighs> it at one point was kind of, like, the only fucking gay club in Belfast. Wasn't the only one. It was the only good one. <gasps> no, because Boombox. <laughs> no. What? Sorry. Oh, you just have bad memories. That's all. Respectfully, no. Shut up. I've had better times at Boombox. Oh, I didn't say that. I mean, I've had good Ooh, times at both. That's Theo never doing a PR tour to Kremlin. No, I've had a great time in Kremlin before, but I just haven't been since pre-pandemic. In fact, I probably last time I went was whenever yeah. that stupid love leak was playing. Genuinely, it was a bop. Um. But do you know what? Like, let's be real. See, gay people, they forget all laws and all sort of um, sensibility whenever they have new Gaga. They said, this is piracy. Fuck off. I know. And they run with it. I don't feel good about it. But you did it. Well, it was literally, yeah. I mean, I don't know why it didn't. she didn't just release it there and then. Or, well, it's not her fault. Do you remember Lady Gaga's reaction? Oh, to the was it like, did she tweet that picture? It was the picture of the little boys and balaclavas yeah, with, with a walkman yeah well with the little mp3 players <laughs> that little head queen. she fucking ate she really did and was there any caption or was um, it just that photo the stock image i think it was just that photo <laughs> or maybe she did caption it was like little fuckers oh or no something. that's a lana del rey quote oh then it was her who cares darling who fucking cares anyways shall i get with it yeah slay so we have this, and it comes out in the the day I just said, which was February twentieth. Yeah. And then, like, uh, sorry, I'm trying to do miles. It's not working. Three months. Three days later. Oh. Two days later. March second. Yeah. Basically, on March second, Lady Gaga's social media. So we're talking her Twitter, her Instagram, her Facebook, her LinkedIn, her grinder account. They all change, right. um, and they have a little symbol. On a little pink oh, background I... with hashtag LG6 stamped in the corner. Yeah. And this is Lady Gaga releasing 
not releasing, announcing the release of her sixth studio album, Chromatica. Well, did she say the title yet? Yeah, oh. she said Welcome to Chromatica or something. Oh. Um, and she announced it, which is a slay. Yeah. And it was meant to come out in April. Mm-hmm. Oh. That worked well, but we'll get to it. So basically, that's, that's March right, 2nd. Man. Cut three weeks later. Okay. Yeah. Stay with me. I'm three staying. weeks later, and Lady Gaga announces in a statement on Instagram <laughs> that the release is postponed. <gasps> Yeah. Yeah. Until later in the year, due to the panic D. The lucky D. How fucking dare she? The coronavirus pandemic. Disappointment. Well, I remember crying. Crying? Jesus Christ. Fag. Sorry, what? No, this was a (gasps) tough time for me. The Eurovision was cancelled. Lady Gaga's album wasn't coming out. And I remember this was just my final straw. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's depressed up here. I remember. I think was in my mind <sighs> I was in work, but maybe I wasn't in work. Was work still open? Nah. Then? Are you talking about hospitality work? Yeah. No. Someone Google when hospitality shut it, down. It shut to down prior to the lockdown. Because <sighs> yeah, I, I just can't remember. Maybe I was in my car. I remember being in my car. You were in there an awful lot. And seeing this news on Facebook. Because I have post notifications on for Lady Gaga, as any gay man does. Right. I, I like to know the tea. Um, and I remember saying it. I just... Do you ever feel like you've given up? Oh, well, often. You you'd nothing to live yeah. for anymore. Yeah. Your whole world was yeah. shutting down. Yeah. yeah. And to make matters worse, yeah. Lady Gaga's new album was postponed. <gasps> I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? And I I was over here, fucking amateur and apathetic, thinking, that's okay, you know, maybe she'll drop, like, a single to help us cope. Which would have been the no. ideal thing to do. I mean, like, that's yeah, what Yeah, it would have been like, look, my album's not coming out, but have another single. Yeah. No, didn't happen. So I was just there with my stupid love See, on repeat. I wasn't too upset about it because I was already preoccupied with the album rollout of How I'm, How I'm Feeling Now by Charlie. Do you know what, Theo? I vividly remember being pissed off that you didn't think this was as big a deal as I did. Yeah, because, I mean, I was like, it's fine, it'll come when it's ready. I'm currently like, focused on yay! this album rollout because it was so, like, I could do a whole episode on that, by the way, Charlie XCX, how I'm feeling now. Well, that's not the episode. So, let's get back to Look, I barely even <laughs> strived on the topic and you're already like, shut the fuck up! I'm not like, shut the fuck up, I'm just aware that we've a lot to go through, and Mr. Time Manager over here... Okay... Should we argue? It's been 20 minutes. Um, anyways. So, so she postpones this up. album. <laughs> and keep in mind, we don't even have a fucking artwork for it. Yeah. We don't have a fucking track list. We don't have Jack fucking shit. You love that term. But, what, Jack fucking yeah. shit? I fucking love that fucking Jack fucking shit. Oh, eat that all up. No crumbs, honey. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> this is when the gays who are in lockdown with their little iMac computers and their fucking Starbucks delivered coffees, right? Starbucks delivered. This is when they go, Lady Gaga ain't give us none of this shit. I'm going to get it myself. And the hacking starts. Oh, not the hackers. <laughs> Ooh, honey, the hackers, they're coming for you. So, April 5th, Lady Gaga, Stephanie, she just releases the cover artwork on her social media 
but only after a physical cover was prematurely released right. earlier in the day by an online music retailer. Did we see the leak? Yeah, we did. Right, did I send you it or something, or did you send me it? I sent you it from Reddit. On what? What message? <laughs> I don't know where I sent I'm like, it. I just knew that I, I really sent want to it to know. Because I remember the visual, it's in like a cardboard box, where there's like cardboard boxes in the background. I'm going to really quickly, as you just talk, go through our messenger media and see if it's back there, because we don't use that Well, often, I'm just going to skip like... through a timeline, so stay no, in. No, I'm staying in. Don't, don't you worry. Basically, three weeks after this... Yep. Well, just less than three weeks, actually. My Mars is not what it used to be. Anyways, um, <laughs> April 22nd. Yeah. Um, Target. You know Target in America? Like the American B&M. Yeah. They basically <laughs> accidentally leak the track list for Chromatica on its website because the album wow. is available for pre-order. Wow. I know Target done the job for the gays. So basically, <laughs> obviously, it doesn't take long for us it. to spot. Sorry. And after much hype and social media pickup, Gaga herself says, okay, you're right, here it is. And she gives us the track list of the album on the same day on Instagram. Wow. Wow. Well, I remember oh the track list came out and I couldn't fucking read it. Yeah, fucking ugly font. We talked about this the other day, didn't we? Like, the era of, like, the unreadable it's font still, music. We're still in that era. Yeah, we've had... What What was the most recent Capri songs, I think? Oh, maybe Capri songs. By FKO Twigs. Hold the Girl as well. When they all just release these... And it's just like, I can't read this shit. <laughs> like, what does this say? No, literally. And it's past the point where I think it looks nice because it's just fucking squiggles to me, honey. Like, Squiggle I can't galore. fucking see it. Squiggles galore, honey. So what was your reaction to the cover? Um, I thought it fucking slapped instantly. I was like, "This is amusing. This is what you want from a from a Gaga album cover. It's great." Was it what you were expecting? Because obviously, before this, we had had no, Joanne. Because you know, Lady Gaga was right back to her oh, sort of country girl. No, vibes. I after Stupid Love, I knew she was back to this poppiness. But I, I think, what was it? What was I going to say? <laughs> no, I think with the album cover, I was surprised it was so dark looking. Because yeah, I was like, oh, Stupid right, Love is like was. this fucking bright mess. Mm-hmm. And had any other songs been out by that point? Sorry. We, no, no, yeah, 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 no. All you had was Stupid Yeah, and I was like, so what's what's this about? Is this going to be demon shit? Is this going to be the devil incarnate? It was hard, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what Basically, thought. can I confess something? Yep. I genuinely initially thought that... Um, Stupid Love would not sort of share a sound with any other song on Chromatica. Well, why did you think that? Because um, Lady Gaga's uh, album before Joanne, I've mentioned a few times, the lead single from it was Perfect Delusion. Yeah. Which is this sort of alt-rock, soft-rock like, pop. And applause was different. And there's nothing else like that on Joanne. So I was like, oh, okay, she's making it a thing where the lead single from an album sounds fuck all like anything else on the album. Yeah. So whenever, you know, Stupid Love was dancey and Stupid Love was light and it was fun, I thought, fuck, this album's going to be really dark. <laughs> right, okay. I thought we were getting uh, <laughs> you thought that as a few... monster born this way part two is what I thought we were getting. All right, okay, I see. I thought she was going back to, you know, 
her dance in the dark era, her fucking bloody Mary era, well, which in a way she sort of has. Yeah, I can't really say that they were necess- she was that those were necessarily dark eras, but I mean, I... have you not seen her live performances of Bloody Mary? Yeah, like, I would say they're dark eras, honey. It's still very poppy. Yeah, but it's still dark. Um, Anyways, okay. so cut me off like that. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> the week before. Um, well, basically, I'll say May 22nd. Yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga releases Rain on, on Me. Ariana Grande, um, first feature that she has released from the album. Wow. Um, it's the second single, and it's fucking, it slaps, everyone loves it, it fucking wins award and award and award and award and yeah. award and award and award and award. And it's great, it's a really good song. It kind of but basically with that, the queer, like the, well, I'd say the gay, gay little white boy anthem for uh, the next three years, I'd say. I... I, I would disagree. I think people of all colours can enjoy yes, it. Yes, people, of course, Jordan. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just saying it's a twink song, all right? <laughs> not the stigmatism of twinks. Anyways, um, also on May 22nd, Lady Gaga announces um, the release date, the new release date of Chromatica. Yeah. Um, which, you know, none of us knew. Um, and it's going to come out. When did it come out? You're right. May 29th. Yeah. 2020. Giving the world 43 minutes of house and dance pop to help us get through the panny day. Yeah. It gives um, a, some sort of a, a summertime album. A summertime sadness album, you may say. Okay. Um, but also, I've missed out a big key event there. <gasps> oh, the leak. Not leak. It was a leak. I, I, right, basically, I wouldn't classify it as a leak what? for the album didn't leak. Yeah, it did. It, it didn't because it was already released in those parts of... Right, basically, 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 to go back to square one, when albums are released, <laughs> they are released at midnight in their respective Typically, time zones. Yeah. So whenever Lady Gaga gave the world chromatica, obviously countries further east got it first, such as, you know, most of Asia... So they took it upon themselves then to rip the album, upload it to the interweb, where there are no time um, restrictions. There are no... What am I looking for? Time zones. Um, so whenever they got it, essentially the rest of the world got it. Yeah. Um, so we were able to then listen to it because it had already been released in other parts of the world. However, this sort of um, leaked listening, will we call it? Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah, it likely impacts initial listening figures because, you know, if you've just spent two hours listening to an album twice illegally, you're not going to listen to it a third time whenever it's officially legally released in your in your state, um, in your time zone. You know, so obviously this is a massive, massive issue that the music industry still haven't fucking sorted. Get your fucking shit together. It needs to come out at a set time, I feel like. It needs to just come out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than, but obviously I understand that can whatever yeah, sort of do something better. With also, it. doesn't work, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 
Um, but um, to distract from this, Lady Gaga's team say, "Ooh, let's give them a promotional single." Oh God, yeah. Um, Which is Sar Candy. Featuring Blackpink, another feature. Yeah. 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 Um, and this is great. This is Bob. This is fun and fresh. It was it was Ooh. fun, but I remember not even knowing that it came out as a promotional single. Oh, because, because we were so invested with oh, the leak. I, sh- oh, I can't believe you threw me under the bus like that. Of course, obviously, my curiosity got too much to hand, like to bear, that I. Yeah, and your curiosity got too much to bear, so you told me what app to download and sent me the link to the link. <laughs> yeah. It was exciting. But hey, I listened to You're it. You're a pirate. Listen to it once. Do you know what it was? Listen After to living it wa- every day the same, I couldn't win another one. I listened to it once and then again with you. That's a lot. <laughs> I listened to it once by myself and then again with I you. I listened to it once and then again and again and no. again. So I only listened to it once. <laughs> I listened to it once by myself and again with you. And the, and the girlies. You did. And the, the girly girls who didn't really care. I think they were like, what are them gay boys doing? Yeah. We had it blasting from my car. It was great. Yeah. Um. But Theo, I want to know, where were you when the leak came out? What were you doing? Um, and what was your initial response to well, the album? started off any other summer day. Um, it was bright outside. It was kind of warm. Uh, we mm-hmm. were obviously all in our houses, uh, stuck inside. We but we were allowed to meet yeah. up. I remember that being a thing where you can meet up and like socially distance it. Like, all that shit outside. It was groups of six, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna. This leak came out. I was like, okay, do I do I listen to it? What do I do? And I went. I was like, fuck it. I just just once, just once. I just need to know. And unfortunately, I did that. But um, I made sure I did that on a walk through the countryside. It was like my little walk where the police couldn't where the find police you. couldn't find me. I ran. <laughs> ran. <laughs> I did my little like long little walk, and it was finished. Yeah before i got home obviously and i was like that was really something else i really loved it um unfortunately i don't remember i was listening to it and you had to like press play on the individual tracks so the the um transitions, the transitions didn't, didn't, didn't really happen yeah. which is a shame a damn shame but I, I remember i timed them pretty well i think for the most part i don't know where were you I was going to say, would you like to know where I was, what I was doing? Well, I asked. So, basically, um, I woke up, um, <laughs> and I knew yeah. that Chromatica was with some people in the world. Is she with us? I knew that, you know, because I wasn't thick as fuck, and I knew how time zones worked. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I knew that, inadvertently, people had access to the album, and I was sort of like, I was like, oh, I wonder if... You know, it's out. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so I went on YouTube. Yeah. And typed it in. Nothing there. Um, and then I called you because that's what you'd done in those days. Yeah, that's all we could do. You called people. You were much more social. Yeah. Um, Some high, yeah. And then I called you and you were like, it's leaked. And I was like, no, it hasn't. And you sent me the app and the link so, <laughs> so I could download it. But I was busy that day. I had I think to go it was and, Telegram. Um, 
It was. It was Telegram. Yeah, yeah I think so. And no one's ever used it. Since. No. <laughs> um, but no, I had to. I had to. I was going to meet uh, my girlies from work. You know, my co-workers. Right, um, okay. Because well, I, I worked in the pizzeria, basically, in a pizzeria <laughs> pizza. in Northern Ireland. In the pizzeria. Um, I worked there, and obviously we were all still working there when we were shut because of lockdown, yep. because of the pandemic. Yep. And, you know, I think people um, who don't work in hospitality don't sort of realise how much of a family you become with these people. Yeah. Because you're seeing them every day for, like, four days a week, even more. So it's it's mad how close you get with these other people of all different ages and all different sort of circumstances. But basically, we had all planned to stay in Lady Dixon's park. Um, gorgeous park, just outside of Belfast. It's already got a shout-out um, on this podcast. It was in the Ooky Spooky Back Room to Lisbon episode. Oh, a classic. Yeah, <laughs> a, a classic. One of the fan favourites, I've heard. Yeah. Um, I said because two people were like, I like that one. <laughs> I was like, thanks. We need to um, go but basically, yeah, we went to that park, and I was like, shit, fuck, what do I do? Because I want to cancel my plans to listen to this leak, but I I miss these people so much. So I do what any gay does, and I download them all to my Google Drive <laughs> <laughs> from Telegram. Uh-huh. And do you know what? They're still there, actually. So That's... funny. I checked wow. out. They're still on my Google Drive. Wow. I know. Police are wow. coming, you know, wow. you know. Um, and I hook it up into my ox um in my car that i'm driving it was a skoda fabio gorgeous wee car 2008 petrol um drive. anyways uh, um, i'm blasting this chromatica stuff out of my window uh-huh you know well tell a lie i am skipping the singles i've heard oh that's such a i hear sorry i hear when people do that no offense but all right no because they, i needed to know what was no new. i need to like, I have the whole thing to... no yep i didn't have the time i was in a all rush right, okay. um, so i listened to i don't think i made it all the way through i think i made it to maybe plastic doll and i was at lady dixon's and then on the way home i listened to alice again because it was a favorite uh. um and then, and then um, I went out that evening uh, with, you know, you and the girlies. Yeah. And we all, we used to basically sit in this rogue car park. On the grass bank next to it. Um, <laughs> well, we would all drive. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
I've apart from Theo because Theo lived like a few minute walk away and Theo didn't drive mm-hmm. so it was handy for him um, and we would all drive and we would open our boots and we would all sit in our boot um, obviously in our separate boots yeah because this was a pandemic yeah and we didn't want to be near anyone and I was blasting um, Chromatica and there's this really famous oh, video sorry yes that's that's uh, why I was like, didn't you not listen to it the first time there? You did. You only listened to like the third act or whatever for the first time there. No, I only listened to the first one in a bit. Yeah, because um, there's three acts. And but basically, yeah, there's this like Loki famous Loki, <laughs> only known by five people video. Yeah, literally, uh, <laughs> of me in a pair of shorts and a Hawaiian top because no one dressed for fashion in those days. No. It was lockdown. You dressed for comfort. You were reacting to Sarcandy. Standing on the grass bank in the third car park being what was it i said right, okay you were dancing was... to sour candy and you're like oh like it was like kind of bopping you up a bit <laughs> and then uh the black pink verse hit and you're yeah. like oh i don't mind the korean because you obviously <laughs> you don't you're not a k-pop listener or i, I don't listen to the k neither do i but i mean you, um, you yeah you my brother like, does yeah is that why it's tainted for you, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's why he hates a sore count. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Um, did we both say, no, I'm yeah, joking, or did I just yeah. turn this up? Oh, slay. Look at us, we're so in sync. Ah! <laughs> right. Gonna be sick. Okay, same. Um, so basically, after the album release, uh, Lady Gaga is really good at giving us jack shit. Um... <laughs> so, so we yeah. don't get a fuck all we don't get... until September eighteenth. What a ridiculous fucking wait time! Like, who that was it? Her label. She's like literally one of the biggest. I just don't understand. I think Why it was her. Nothing. She's busy at this stage, you know. Yeah, like, but it's your fucking realistically. Album. Yeah, but as soon as she gives the world this album, she's already in development and in rehearsals for House of Gucci by Ridley Scott. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, where she's playing a fucking Just say, I'm booked. Role. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but she she didn't care. Um, So, basically, she releases uh 911 as a single. Great. And 911. The music video, which I will go on stand to say, it is the best Lady Gaga music yeah. video. Or, alternatively, it is the best music video for any song of any artist that I have ever fucking seen. That shit is... (sighs) It is a fucking great music video. It generally... It's probably my most watched music video. That and maybe Cellophane or Sad Day by FK Twigs. Anyway. I fully thought you meant Mr. Cellophane from Chicago. No. (laughs) There's a music video for that. (laughs) Oh my god, that music video. Ooh. It's fucking phenomenal. Gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. Absolutely beautiful. Fucking incredible visuals. Fucking incredible 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 metaphors. It's an absolute fucking masterpiece. It's just a work of art. Yeah. The cinematic parallels between the first half and the last bit. The first half? The last 10 seconds. Yeah, the last last 20 seconds. Oh, it's just fucking... Oh, 
Oh, it's gorgeous. I love the bit where she flies. Oh, uh, just watch it. If you haven't seen it, just watch it and then come back. If you haven't seen it, take five minutes out of your day like, and then take another 20 hours just to sit. And It's incredible. Oh, you need to watch it first and then just watch some sort of breakdown video. <laughs> Literally, because, oh, honey, I was having breakdowns when that was really... Yeah, anyway, it was um, bloody beautiful. I remember being on the boat, coming to Liverpool for the first time. Mm-hmm being nervous as hell and the music video came out like literally like a day before yeah i just remember like watching yeah. it on the boat being like you know what this is this yeah. is this, is, this yeah. is uh calming for me right now i lived in london when that music video came out that's mad no you didn't what yeah, when did I you did. move i moved here at the end of august oh i wow wow wait what anyway i thought okay Anyways, because Lady Gaga likes to give us shit week in, week out, and then disappear for a yeah. year, um, <laughs> on the 25th of September, yeah. Free Woman officially becomes the fifth single from Chromatica. Much to my surprise. Ooh. I had yeah, no idea this happened. didn't know about this until I told you the other day. It was basically essentially submitted to French Radio because uh, her label noticed that the song was being particularly... Uh, picked up it was resonating with the french people because you know they like to say and the free woman we killed joan of arc we killed marie antoinette and now we're free women yeah it's they love freedom <laughs> they fight for their freedom uh, <laughs> they said uh bonjour monsieur uh j'ai <laughs> uh, comment ça va uh je fume free <laughs> Um, I think it's Libre. Your language is really like Libre, Libre. Lib- I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't reached that level on Your language. I know, but yet, like but freedom. When I, when I do, <laughs> when I do, over for you bitches. <laughs> I'll be coming up going, Ah, bonjour. Voulez-vous que j'ai avec moi puis super baguette? No. No. Um. So I didn't no. know that happened. Real woman. Yeah, I'm someone free, who really she loves... She decided to free the women of France at that stage. I'm someone who um, really loves the remix for Free Woman, but doesn't listen to the original much. That's interesting. Yeah, the Rina Sawayama feature. No. What do you mean? No. Clarence Clarity? The I... best? No. You're... Oh, you're so... Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. I just can't believe that you're saying a remix. A rushed remix. Rushed? Of... It was rushed, rushed? Jordan, it was rushed, honey. How do you how do you know it's fucking? Ru- I'm gonna. Come. I know it's rushed because, um, basically there was a Charlie XCX tweet where someone was like, "Oh, like, would you not ever like do a Lady Gaga feature?" And she was like, "Funny that her label reached out to me with some stems, uh, for nine one one, and I would love to do it if it isn't too late." Um, and then two weeks later, Dawn of Chromatic came out. I mean, how do you? Yeah, okay, but she worked on one song for those two weeks. Or even longer, if she received... Lady Gaga, you think Lady Gaga done anything with it? No, I'm talking about Charlie X, yes, because you mentioned her. her. Yeah, so that was like two weeks, meaning rushed. Two weeks to make one song is um, not rushed. Anyways, I prefer the original free one. I don't, you all love to do that. And anyways. Fun fact, anyways. <clears throat> fun fact. Oh honey, don't grunt, it makes your face wrinkle. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to let you laugh in silence, so. 
I'm just gonna edit in laughter. You think I'm alone? Listen, everyone, to the laughter. <laughs> Anyways, did you know this is a fun fact? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lady Gaga originally wanted Free Woman to be the lead single of Chromatica. Uh, I have heard mm-hmm, she did. Um, she she, she wanted that. This uh, but she decided against it because she said that the um ideas explored in the song uh did not resonate nor represent the wider ideas expressed in the remainder of the album. Okay. That and that's a fun fact. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so before we get <sighs> to the tour era the tour um, of just last Gaga, year. the chromatica ball. Yeah, before we get to that, because I like to go um time is linear, I've decided, so it is. Okay, so it is. Um <laughs> so it is. Let's talk about the track list. Okay, quickly. Um so obviously the album is split into three acts. Yeah. We've got Act One, Two, and Three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but contrary to the Chromatica Ball, which is in five acts. Oh, but, yeah, um, that's true. Mm-hmm, it is. It is indeed. Uh, but basically, um, they're all separated by a beautiful, um, instrumental orchestrated. Um, um, Jordan. Yes. Do you have Chromatica open on Spotify right now? Yes, what? Is Alice grayed out for you? Um, I lied. I don't have it open on Spotify. Um, I want sorry. You to be like... Sorry to uh, diverge from the topic. I think Alice is not on Spotify right now. What? I know. Sorry for Wait, what? Sorry, I'm I'm having to connect to Wi-Fi because I turned. Well, off once you, <gasps> there's been a police officer shot in Uma. I know. I saw that. Sorry, are we keeping this in? Yeah, sorry. But we are, okay, um, if we're keeping this in, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. No, I can play Alice. What? What? Wait, hold on. What? Lady Gaga knows her true fans, and she knows it. Oh, no, I just went on to... <laughs> <laughs> I just went on to my playlist, my work playlist, that I know... Oh, it is there. Wait, what the hell? Typical. It was grayed out uh, Are you sure you album? haven't just went on to YouTube to find it? Could you imagine Lady Gaga has banned you from her Spotify? That's hilarious. No, but on the actual album of Chromatica, Alice is in grey. Well, I, I can play all the other ones. Weird. Anyway. Weird. Um. So, right, let's... Do you know what? Initially, I was going to say, let's go through every single song and talk about it. Or should we just do our faves? Yeah, I think just... Do our faves. Well, we say five favorites because there are sixteen songs. Five. Okay. Um. Okay. Sure. Mine. I feel sick. Sorry. I feel sick at the thought of this. Why? Because <laughs> I can't choose. They're all fucking incredible. All right. Okay. I can. My Shit. faves okay. are. Um. Babylon. Ooh, Babylon. Let's d- let's discuss our faves. Just okay. Quickly. Babylon. I enjoy Babylon. I think it's like a sort of modern day uh, Vogue. Sure. I see the inspiration. And a better one at that. Okay. Uh, Replay. Um, Ooh. I love the remix. I love the original as well. Electra. I'm into it. I'm into it. I really love the remix. I really like when Lady Gaga sang Replay live. Oh. And she said... The guitars and everything. Put your fucking... 
fucking hands up. Reply. London. Speak to me. Anyway. That was an hour <laughs> I know, I just, I didn't want to scream because I realised I was actually too, like, <laughs> that yeah, I wasn't on support. I've wrecked my vocal cords, yeah. but it's fine. Um, so worth it. So yeah, replay, Babylon, um, 911, oh, obviously. It's just, my biggest it's kind of like weird for her in a way. Like, I can't hear any other. 911? Oh, don't play it, we'll get claimed. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Obviously, the <laughs> the beautiful uh, Chromatica 2 that came before that, I feel like it goes hand in hand with 911. So when I say 911, I mean the two songs together. Oh, that was a cheat at your five favorites, wasn't no, no, it? No, 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 because I'm not saying, I'm not including that. I'll also say, oh, so you think Chromatica 2 is shit? No, it's just not fair to, like, rank a instrumental interlude amongst the rest, I feel like. Oh, so you think instrumental music doesn't have the power or sheer no. volume that oh. <laughs> I'm joking. the chromatica Continue. interludes are wonderful orchestrations who are written and uh and performed by amy doherty and justin tranter and vincent stop reading the spotify Ponder thinking you know and this morgan kitty wow <sighs> right and you've gave us three you've gave us Babylon replay and nine one one. Yeah, what are your and last two? My favorites? last two favorites are going to be Plastic Doll. What? Yeah. Sorry, that was a hot take for me. Yeah, well, fucking get over it, Aunt Alice. Wow. Wow. Plastic Doll, I think it's severely underrated. Where do I? I remember people like tearing into it almost, and I just never understood why. I like the Ashniko remix as well. So, I don't know, it just... I prefer the remix, I'll say I prefer that. the remix as well, but I will say that on, on first listen, I remember really liking Plastic Doll. Yeah. I love the Rain On Me remix by Arca, because it includes my favourite Arca song as a sample, so... <laughs> just thought I'd add that in there. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! Sorry, my earphones are falling out. This is very chaos for me today. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyways, would you like to know my top would five? Like to me drinking you just water? not care? sound like you're pissing darling do you want to know my top five or do you not really give a fuck no go ahead right well i don't but <laughs> right so uh taking the first spot of my top five yeah. i'm giving uh deux poids to enigma whoa Yeah, it's gorgeous, you know, open-minded. I'm so blinded, mystery man, woman phantom. Oh, sorry, yeah, that is a fun it's, song. I forgot about that one. It's incredible. I'm giving it um, my first spot. Second, I'm giving Free Woman. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Third, I'm giving Replay. Yeah. A crowd favourite. Fourth, I'm giving... <laughs> I have, okay. 911. Right. I don't know why in my mind I was I was literally gonna be like I'm giving twenty one thirty. I don't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> um, sorry, I, 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 I'm I giving twenty one thirty. I didn't rank mine. <laughs> um, I'm taking up the last spot on my top five. Okay. I feel like this is a hot take from me. What? Um, in my mind, this is. Um, the most heartfelt song on the album. Ooh. Um, it is 
something that speaks mm. to an abundance of people, especially in the time when the album was released. Um, but yeah. because it was sort of of the time, a lot of people sort of didn't celebrate the song for what it's worth. But now, obviously, with um, retrospect and the beautiful gift that is hindsight, we can really use the song to transport us and just show us of how we've overcame such a difficult time in our lives. And that song taking up the final spot on my top five of the Chromatica tracklist is Fun Tonight. Like, I'm not having fun tonight. Um, that is the lyric. Yeah, interesting. Congrats, you've heard the because. Do you want to talk? Do we want to talk about ones that maybe don't grab us as much, or do we even have them? Do you know what? Right, there's no skips on this album for me. There's one, but there's some. Oh, well, hold that for a second. There's two. Anyway, basically, this one. album to me is giving a solid journey of Chromatica. And there's none of that journey I don't want to be on. Obviously, there are definitely peaks in the journey, but there aren't any troughs that I can discover because any troughs are just solid chromatic anthem. Yeah. Which I'm still going to enjoy. So there's no skips for me. There's no songs I don't love. But I will say, the songs I enjoy less or I'm sort of less akin to uh, would be... It's Plastic Doll and Sign From Above. Ooh, that hurts because I actually really enjoy Sign From Above. Well, okay, I enjoy Sign From Above. Those two songs while, I could while, live without, I'll okay. say. While I, I respect Elton John, I don't love his addition to the song. But I love everything else about it. I love that drum and bass outro. I love... I don't know. I just, I, I just love this soaring chorus. To me, it feels misplaced. Okay, maybe, but as a standalone song, and um, maybe without Elton John, should I say? Ooh, sorry. Um, Ooh, it would be controversial. It would be. Listen, I don't think it is. I would. Be, I think it would be really great. Plastic doll, though. I really love it. All right. Okay. Fine. Interesting. I, I don't not like also, it. Also, it's just. I said there was one skip. Yeah, I actually take that back. I listened to a second of it, and I think I see myself getting into this song very soon. Wait, what were you? I was gonna say, say a thousand doves, but I actually played just a little bit. Oh. I played a little bit of the chorus just there now, like just to hear it, like to refresh my memory. I was like, oh wait, hold on a second. But Theo, a thousand doves is the obligatory ballad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the I album. think sh- that's why I was putting it there because I think it should have been a ballad. Not necessarily. Well, there, I will not necessarily say that a misplaced is... piano ballad, but something a bit more stripped back. I think that still fit in the album. Well, there is on the deluxe yeah. version yeah. of the album. There is the piano version of a thousand. Dance, and she performed it live. Um, she did. She sang that to me. Do you remember? She dedicated it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, "This one goes out to Jordan Paul. He's in the audience in the cheap seats." <laughs> but let me just fucking tell you guys that we're not fucking cheap. Boy broke the bank for those seats. And um, speaking of live, shall we get to it? Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Is this how we're wrapping it up, or? Well, maybe. Well, we'll I see. Know. I wonder if you have other things to talk about. Okay. I have a script. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about um the chromatica ball. The chromatica ball was um 
basically the name of the Chromatica World Tour. You straights may know what it is, but it was the Chromatica Ball for the gays. And it was originally planned for um, a six-state um, arena stadium, stadium, stadium tour of um, Chromatica, the album. Um, which would only have six stops worldwide. It would play Paris, it would play London, and it would play four dates in America. Yep. It was then postponed, due to obvious reasons, to the summer of 2021, uh, with the same six dates initially, um, you know, they were. it was going to be the same cities, same six cities. And then they decided, no, we shouldn't. So they push it back again to 2022. A mere two yeah. album, two albums, a mere two years, one album, one movie, and a few months. Yeah, the postponing after really the release of Chromatica. The postponing was very heartbreaking both times. <laughs> we wept. I didn't. Do you wait. remember we wept? <laughs> I wept. That's no joke. Oh god. I fucking gurned. After the first one or second? Like a little gay bitch that I am. After mm-hmm. the first or second? Both. Ooh. The first because it was my initial, I've no life anymore, coronavirus has claimed my life. <laughs> second because I was like, wow, I really don't have anything to live for. Coronavirus has really stolen my life. Wow. Damn, boy. And then it happened and I cried there. Um, <laughs> but basically, essentially, um, rather than the six exclusive shows... Um, which I will say, I had tickets to. You had tickets to. I bought you a ticket. Yep. Birthday. I got pre-seal. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we got tickets, honey, and they sold out in moments, honey. They were like fucking gold dust for the original six-date tour. Yeah. But we had a ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, it then turned into, transformed into a 20-show worldwide venue. I forgot it was six um, shows. Opening in Dusseldorf in Germany and closing September seventeenth in Miami Gardens. Oh, I knew that <laughs> because it was the infamous show oh, where it didn't finish. Yeah, the lightning. Oh. Yeah, basically lightning. There was like a big storm and then the video of the show them singing early. "Rain on Me" and then lightning, the thunder happens it's and they all so go ah, they go ah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it was Lady Gaga's first all stadium concert tour. We what? And it featured this, yeah. Oh, did she do arenas and stuff? Oh, honey, she was an arena oh, right, girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay, 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 Um, and it basically featured a stage inspired by brutalist architecture, which is very, very different from the sort of cyberpunk um, well, alter ego that Lady Gaga had invented during the promotional run. Maybe. The very fucking short promotional run. I feel run. like it kind of went hand in hand the promotional run of Chromatica. Do you think? Yeah, I think it, it gave like a dystopian like cyber world. Basically Lady Gaga's um, sort of statement and sort of uh, reasoning for the stage design was that she wanted the Chromatica ball to be more about the lyrics and the dark undertones of the lyrical content of Chromatica, the album, rather than the sort of on-the-nose, on-the-level um, dance punk. Dance um, what? Is what the game is. You said daft punk. Went for. Dance punk. Uh, interesting. Wait, it was pop. Dance punk. It was pop music. Couldn't get dance any popular than what that album was. <laughs> dance punk. Um, You can tell yourself that. That's all right. Dance punk. Okay. Dance punk. Okay. Okay. 
Tanzpunk. Tanzpunk film. Tanzpunk. And the costuming for the Gorilla Gabor world. Sorry. Sorry. Why? What? What's going on? Sorry. I've just. I'm reading my script, yeah. right? And I basically have annotated the script. Yeah. You know, for the um, thing. And I've went, don't freak out about this. No one fucking care. <laughs> freak out about what? Um, is, is that you telling I'm yourself not to go off you. a tangent? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just going to tell you um, the the outfits um, and the wardrobe for the Chromatica Ball um, tour. Um, <laughs> featured work from designers that she had worked with in the past, such as Alexander McQueen, yeah. woo! Uh, Gareth Pugh, and her sister Natalie Germanotta. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not allowed to speak about that according to myself. Well, I will say um, the the looks from this era um, were really impressive. I really liked. Myself. What was your favorite look? Um, I think it was the green thing that she wore to the VMAs and accepted one of her awards at Massive Dress. Oh yeah, she where lo- she looked like the COVID. Yeah, <laughs> she had lo- like different masks that were went with each one, and they were all crazy. Yeah. It was really cool. I liked it. It was a really big slay. I think my favorite look from the era was from the Chromatica Ball tour, Ooh. and it was the nine one one latex uh, bodysuit. It was fucking stunning. Yeah, but I will say I also really enjoy her. See, this is why I said I could go up on the top. Right. Okay. Last one then. Um. Real me in. Um, can I have two more? Two more. Are you going to say the big gold one? Yeah, the big gold one's one of them. I love the big gold shit. I'm sure, yeah. Um, but another underrated one that nobody talks about that I really love and I think it's a slay is the um opening costume where she looks like a piece of the brutalist architecture. <gasps> it's this really firm, stiff, yeah. um, sort of cylinder yeah. shape that she's trapped inside, and I think it's fucking she beautiful. Gets released. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it's like a big shit waiting to happen. She loves it. We all love her. I for like it. how she performed some of her like you know biggest club banger songs standing still. I like that she performed Monster. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> That's it. Um, I remember I was speaking to my gay friend Danny, <laughs> my gay um, friend. who was also at the Chromatica Ball. He was much closer. Like, oh my god, I love Monster. Like I'm so thrilled she performed that. Like it was my favourite performance of the night. Like woo. And he went, yeah, not gonna lie, Monster was most people's toilet bricks. What? And I haven't spoken to him since. Wait, really? So there's that. <laughs> That's, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Intentionally, or was um, it because of that? <laughs> that was the reason. No. Um, His loss. Anyways, um, so Lady Gaga's great. And the Chromatica Ball <laughs> grossed uh, 112.4 million from wow. 834,000 tickets sold. Jesus. Uh, breaking multiple personal attendance records and venue records. Whoa, okay. Well done. So there's that. She's been busy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I've been busy. Yeah. She's been Lady Gaga working her stuff. I've and I've been busy. working for minimum wage in London. But um, <laughs> you didn't catch that. I did. Uh, okay. <laughs> right. And I would just like to remind you, Theo, that the Matilda episode was moments ago. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm joking. You, we've all been busy. Um, I love Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, I think I we've really established do. that this deep dive episode. I'm just, 
I'm I'm sitting here with you recording this under my framed A4, not A4. What is that? A2. I my can't framed see it. A2 print of Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would. Beside you know what? my Lady Gaga records, which I was listening to earlier this morning. Uh, she appears on my wall, on my album wall, uh, a few times. Oh, she appears. She has her own frame here. Oh, she doesn't have. A, oh, yeah, she just appears on my album She's collage. Um. Lady Gaga is amazing. Yeah. Anything else to add? <laughs> um, your script, honey. A fucking script. Lady Gaga is too good for a script. Oh, are we? Have we, got, have we gotten through it? Um, is this it? Yeah, we've gotten through the script. Congrats. Wow. Um. Well, Woo! any uh few moments from the era that you want to mention? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to her one performance that was televised yeah. at the VMAs. That was where class. she done um a few tunes that was really really good. Well, medley. Ariana Grande perf- joined her for the performance. They've done a wee bit of rain on and me. the iconic thing of her doing that whistle, the, the Gaga grabbing her hand and saying something to her that we will never know what she yeah. said. I like to think she said, "This is my performance." Fuck yeah, off. She's like, <laughs> but we'll never know. <laughs> Um, I will never know. I really enjoy, in fact, funnily enough, you were uh, watching it earlier on today, and I was like, oh, I love this. It was the Zane Lowe. The Zane Lowe interview. interview. I love Zane Lowe interviews for almost every artist he interviews. I love Zane Lowe. I have only ever seen the Degaga ones. He did a great one for Charlie. Great one. I'll not watch it. But no, you okay. should, because it's about Crash. No, I find his voice quite jarring. Sorry, I didn't want to say it on the podcast, what? but I do. You don't like just Charlie bothers me. voice? About his ex- no, I like Charlie, I just don't like his. Oh, his voice? Yeah. Why? I think he's really... He fucking uh, great no, he, he's so enthusiastic about music, and I love it. Yeah, that pisses no, me I off. Love love shut up, you wanker. No, he knows, he's so knowledgeable, and he's so passionate, and he brings out the passion... You need to watch the Charlie XCX one. He brings out the paracetamol because I have a fucking headache listening oh, to Oh, whatever. Anyways, um, any final notes before we wrap up this incredible deep dive into an album lost? Oh, fuck, sorry. So, uh, hold up. Oh. Everyone, hold oh. up. Oh. I've forgotten the fucking point of the episode. What? Um, do what? You, so, I have one final question. Um, it's a big one, so answer it. Um... Do you think this album has longevity? And explain your answer for 15 months. Right. No. Ooh. And why I think that is because... Or... I think all of her albums that have came before have always been a step ahead, if you know what I mean. You're a fucking snake. Wait, did you say this? Exactly this. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> For context, Theo and I recorded this exact episode in person oh. last week, and wait. Theo's audio did not record for the entire session. Wait, maybe I just really agree with you, and I have all of a sudden taken that point on board. Well, I don't remember what I said originally. <laughs> so, so the point where you repeated to me, um, originally you said yeah because you liked um Rain on Me success, and you feel like it will forever define that period of people's lives. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was your original I think answer. That... Yeah, okay. I do think that there's an element of that album being synonymous with lockdown and that being like a okay. thing that people look back on often. Yeah. But that's not necessarily longevity, is it? That's definitely looking at the past. Yeah, yeah so I. Yeah. Uh huh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, I feel like 
for the answer that you my answer that you just recited to me thanks um yeah i don't think it has really um a lot of longevity i think there's many sort of factors into that sort of the lack of a promotional release the lack of a sort of um understanding of the content i'll say whenever it came out you know the fact that we couldn't dance to it in the clubs whenever it was released yeah the fact that it's a very social album that brings people together but it was released at a time where it was literally against the law to see more than five of your friends at once and um for an album that's filled with you know samples and throwbacks and references to sort of 90s house music um whenever you know you look at art pop and it's been so ahead of its time you look at born this way and you look at not joanne but you, <laughs> you look at um, lady gaga's <laughs> other works and they have all been ahead art of pop. the curve they've all been stuff that you know only sort art of pop. grabs steam and grabs traction like years and years in advance um i don't see the same unfortunately for this album art pop art pop um Justice for our pop. Give me our pop back to his birthday present, Lady Gaga. Give it to me now. I know it's there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that is our deep dive on Chromatica by Lady Gaga, an album lost to lockdown. Yeah, it is. Is this still an album you revisit, Theo? Not often at all, no. Oh. Oh. In fact, okay. I can't remember the last time I listened to it in full. Um, well, I listened to it in full yesterday morning when I was getting ready. Oh, right, okay. Um, and before that was probably the day before. Um, <laughs> it is still most of my... Um, it's my most listened to album, I would say. I mean, it's really, it is it is good. I, I did really it's fucking it. beautiful. And the Both tour the was wonderful. It's just I, I don't re- revisit albums that often. I mean, if I do, it's, all, it's usually because it's one of my favourites. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. That's a good thing to say. Yeah. Um, and I'm aware it's been a long episode, guys. Thank you so much for bearing with us. If you if thought you did. that it was a really shit episode, oh. um, let us know. If you thought it was a good episode, let us know. Um, we're on Instagram at number one and a half gays. One and a half gays. That's one the digit, not the... Yeah, not the word. Many. Number um, one. We're also on Gmail at one and a half gays podcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions, any notes, and um we're also on Twitter. I forget this. Yeah. Uh we're on Twitter at one and a half gays, or maybe it's at one and a half gays podcast. You'll find us, it'll be one of them. Um but it's all the number one because um we know that the gays struggle with spelling, so we didn't want to put O N E, you know, they struggle with that. Yeah, and O N E. Um any words of wisdom, Theo? Any final farewells? Dick. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. So before we go, I just want to say, um, I'm going to take this moment and say, look out for your queers, oh. your gays, your trans siblings. Um, don't sit in silence and allow things to happen. Always fucking raise your voice. Use your body for good. Use your voice for good. Use yeah. your mind for good. And look out and keep other people under your yeah. wing um demonstrate and protest demonstrate and protest and as said before on the podcast fuck the tories literally that um, was all verbatim i think what we just did there i forgot we do and said i said dick and I you said, went well, well you know what they, people say what's on their minds i'm thinking about um, i'm not thinking oh whatever queer demonstrators and you're thinking of that's dick. not true anyway <laughs>
Um, so yeah, join us. Um, on I'm trying to think of the date. What date will it be? You'll see on our Insta and my things. Mars is really not good to you. In help. a little bit, all right. Are we giving them? Right, not this Friday, but next. Um, <laughs> we're doing a bi-weekly now. Because yeah. I'm a bi-king. <laughs> um, it's the theme. If it's the theme, honey. Right, okay. <laughs> and, yeah, much love. Love always. Stay true to you. And don't let those balls be blue. Yes, bye. I've been Jordan okay. Paul. Um, Instagram at Jordan So <sighs> It Is. Oh, my God. Taking a while you here. You have been... Oh, I've been Theo... At Theo Drainer. Poetic. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next time for your next installment of one and a half. Queer. Oh, no jokes. It's gay. You should change it. <laughs> anyway, bye. No, no bye, 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 bye. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.